Hello and welcome to my mates Paddy. Ah, shit, start again. Tales of online dating featuring Paddy and hosted by Adam Smith. This is my mates Paddy podcast. Hello and welcome back to my mate Paddy's podcast. Um, Adam is still away, so we have a returnee. Yep, it's Bex here, aka Bebo Bowls, on Twitter. So thanks for having me back, Pads. Much no appreciated. Glad to have <laughs> you back. So we've kind of um, we've kind of given you a bit of a briefing as to what this pod is going to be about. Um, you have. And we've got a few topics to cover today, so it might be a bit of a longer one. Um, okay. But we'll we'll see how it goes. So we're going to start off. We won't tell everyone what we're going to talk about because we'll, oh, no. we'll save the the good bits till the the end, all the juicy parts. <laughs> um, okay. But we'll start off with the disposability of dating, okay. which kind of leads to a bit of disposability in in everyday life, I guess, um, because of the way we've become. Mm-hmm. So um, we kind of touched a bit on it at this as well on the last one, didn't we? Where we'd mentioned things being a bit more disposable now um particularly on the apps yes and i Um, think that's where the big problem comes from isn't it yeah totally i mean i don't have much um experience on apps i must admit so i'm probably not the most qualified but i did send out a tweet to try and get some feedback from people um and it was quite interesting to be fair the positives and the negatives and it seemed to be a mixture of both depending on a person's experience um so some people were saying that it affects their confidence because obviously you just swipe swipe or you get ghosted or you don't hear back or um i don't know lots of kind of negative types crap isn't it um so that kind of thing, I think, is a little bit disappointing when it comes to apps. But then I guess we're people at the end of the day, aren't we? It doesn't mean we can't be asses or not asses. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? So, I mean, you can go to, you could go to a pub or a club, um, and you could, in, instead of swiping, you could see someone and you could literally kind of go up to them as if you were on an app and, and talk to them and try get a conversation and it could lead the same way, but I think there's something obviously a lot more personal in regards to that. um, Yes. Other than just kind of looking at pictures on an app and reading a couple of lines. And I I agree. I think if you're not getting the likes, you're not getting the swipes or you're not getting conversations, depending on where you're, uh, where you're chatting and where, what Mm -hmm. apps you're on, it can be quite soul destroying sometimes. Um, But I think that's, that's now kind of, especially in the current climate with, um, with the pandemic and, and kind of lockdown restrictions, I think that's the, the situation we're going to find ourselves in for a little while longer. Um, yes. Nights out aren't going to be the same for a while, so I don't think people will ultimately end up meeting people on nights out as much anymore. Yeah. No, no, I totally agree. But then I'm going to flip it slightly. Um, and on the times when I have been on the apps, which, like I said, is rare, I actually find them quite overwhelming in the sense of, like, I think someone said about the admin side of it, you know, plucking through who you want to speak to. And it just feels like, it just feels wrong. 
to me in some ways but I guess in my own mind I'm like this traditionalist that you should go out and meet someone but actually modern day life doesn't always allow you to go out and just particularly at the moment like you've just said you can't just go out and meet someone freely um you know and everyone has lives work family whatever so you do open that app and for me I just I just find the questions a bit mundane it takes a lot to kind of grab me I mean how many times can you look at hey and just be inspired to reply um so I think that's partly why I'm not against them but I'm not particularly you know like fond of fond of them and I know I've gone off tangent from your disposability kind of comment but I do think it's difficult in both kind of senses isn't isn't it yeah definitely and I think like for me when you when you look at that sort of thing on the apps where you are just getting hey how are you and there's no kind of reference to anything that's wrote in the profile it it does become a bit disheartening because even if you reply to that with hey how are you because they've only put hey or anything like that it Mm. it kind of becomes for them i would imagine that they're getting the same message back so they might have sent hey how are you to 10 people and they might have got 10 responses of hey i'm good how are you which becomes a bit (laughs) boring for them or one one person might send some totally off the cuff that's that's different that's funny and that grabs the attention and then all of a sudden the other the other nine people that that person's matched with become irrelevant yes i think that's a hard thing to for a lot of people to kind of come to not to come to terms with but to just kind of grasp because it is a case of how much do you say in that first message what's the best way to come across and i think i've had a few conversations with um different people online in regards to that because you've got some people saying the first message isn't important isn't important just send like a a general but it kind of is isn't it it's like you're like walking into a room type thing isn't it and you're like instead of just going hey how are you it's a bit like (laughs) peacocking really isn't it yeah yeah ruffle your feathers yeah (laughs) and get out there and just um i don't know make it interesting i i don't know definitely no i agree and i think like if it's hard so like i'm i'm now mainly on bumble so when you Mm -hmm. match with someone on bumble i think did you say that that was the one that you used yes yeah i've used bumble in the past and actually it's not that i've had many experiences um of it like I was on, I signed up to Tinder and I think I had deactivated it the same evening, partly because I kept seeing like old school friends and things like that. And I was just like, I can't be doing with this. Uh, so I deactivated it. Um, so yeah, I've used Bumble um, before. So I kind of know what you're, where, where so you're like, going with this. I always like, like for me, for Bumble, I like the fact, and, and we've touched on it on, on a previous episode with when, when Adam was on. Yeah. Um, that the woman messages first and I think Mm -hmm. that always gives you an inclination then as to whether the woman is interested in in you in some way yeah I feel sometimes that from a tinder perspective you're getting people there that are wanting to just collect likes as such so people are just there to kind of maybe get matches and you could send anything and not reply I mean I could open up my my tinder now and there will be maybe you should (laughs) so i reckon there is a good probably out of the first 
15 messages that have been mm -hmm. sent, I would reckon that there's probably seven, maybe eight that haven't had a response. So let's have a look. One. But you didn't just put, hey, how are you, did you? No, no. Okay, that's fine. But without sounding narrow-minded, because I don't really know too much about Tinder, and like I said, I deactivated it kind of on the same day. Isn't Tinder mainly used for like hookups and things um, and not generally to find dates and uh, relationships and stuff? Or is that well, me just incredibly... No, so originally, when, when I became single again, I made a joke to a couple of mates that I were going to go live the Tinder lifestyle. Okay. was you'd go on, you'd find different women. And, and because the, original, the very first time I used Tinder, that was the kind of the experience that it was giving out yeah um, it's kind it, of portrayed that way it's kind yeah. of um yeah. and then i went on it after i'd split up with the last ex last year to live that tinder lifestyle after watching a documentary on a um streaming service and okay. i was like i, I want to live that life the guy's got a good life he has time for himself he has a good laugh he's got time for his mates and then He'll go online, he'll go onto Tinder and he'll swipe and he'll, he'll, he'll meet women and he'll go on dates. And then just before it gets to the serious part, they kind of know what's coming because they know what he's about. They yes. Yeah. He doesn't want yeah. a relationship. So then it kind of ends. So yeah. that was my expectation. That was what my, my kind of. So you're basing was. your new current life before, you know, like, you know, 2020 was a bit shit yeah. on a on a program documentary that yeah. watched. And, and based <laughs> okay. on a, but then also based on kind of the bit of knowledge that I had on Tinder yeah. Um, yeah. beforehand. Um, but I was quite shocked because it, it doesn't seem that way at all now. Okay. I apologise to everyone who uses Tinder that I just was a bit narrow-minded about. I just thought it was for hookups. Well, yeah, I did as well, to be fair. Um, and I think there's still more of that now on there. But yeah, it still kind of has that reputation. Okay. So you've opened your Tinder and there's a few unread, unanswered messages. Uh, yeah, two, three, four, five, six. So when you send your first message when you're not on Bumble waiting for the women to flock in and message you. Do you try to be a bit creative with your first message with your first message or do you pinpoint certain things that are in the profile or do you go in all like Casanova complimentary or does it just depend on the kind of person? It depends. Um, sometimes kind of like from reading the, the profile, you get a bit of an idea. So you, mm -hmm if there's anything on there that kind of catches my eye, I'll link back to that. Um, yeah. Just to, cause I just think it shows that you've read some, it shows that you haven't just looked at the photos. Um, yeah. So you sort of think oh, it puts you in a good position, um, but yeah. that isn't necessarily the case. So out of the 15 um, conversations, nine of them have been sent messages, but haven't had a reply and six okay. have had chats okay um so and it, whereas with bumble if you go on there you like i would say every conversation that, that i've currently got going on in bumble that either i haven't deleted or that i haven't let expired 
has had a bit of a conversation. But what happens when you let people expire? Do you try and find them again on the next app? Because um, I'm sure that probably does happen. Yeah, I would think it would do, but no. Um, <laughs> normally, so normally what will happen from a Bumble perspective before you even then get to chat to anyone is that the woman will message you within 24 hours and if she does, you've then got 24 hours to reply. Yeah. Um, so if she doesn't message you as the man 24, in 24 sat- hours, you lose her. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If you pay for it, you can extend more than one match. <laughs> um, yeah. So there are benefits to paying for it, but ultimately, yeah, if the woman doesn't make that move in 24 hours, she's gone. Um, I remember they gave me a free upgrade on uh, Bumble for right. a week. Uh, I think I was probably only on there for maybe two, two and a half weeks. I thought it was less than that, but it must have been about that because they gave me a week's um, trial, you know, like a boost thing. So, of course, yeah. it opened up this whole world of men, I guess, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but to be fair, I didn't take advantage of it. Because, I don't know, I just, I'm back to my previous comment. I just find it a bit kind of mundane, but hey. And I think that's why a lot of it becomes, does become a bit disposable. You can get chatting to one person. Yeah. And it's easy enough to keep up that conversation and you think, it's one person, it's fine. We're having a chat, we're talking about this, that and the other. Um, And it's, it's fine. She's asking me how my day is and this and it's all right. And then kind of you you might get three four five matches down the line and you might have the conversation and they might still be talking you might still be talking to the first one and 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 that and you are then having various different conversations that are all relatively similar yes yeah so then you're starting to become a bit more fussier about which one you're going to carry on talking to and which ones you want to speak to um and yes. that's the hard thing. And then ultimately the, the end game is to, to have a date from that match and to try and progress that. But then I even think from the dates, people are, are so quick to, I to pass totally judgment. Agree. Yes, I totally, I knew what you were going to say. I totally agree. Because, you know, obviously if there's zero spark and you just not attracted or there's kind of, no chemistry because I'm very big on chemistry and and all that good stuff and I kind of think if there is none of that there I understand why you wouldn't have a second date but I kind of think like if they were nice polite friendly you were kind of attracted not but not sure but you still kind of dispose of them anyway I think that that's wrong because sometimes people need more than one chance to actually come across in the way that they hope to come across because people get nervous don't they or they're not quite um i don't know as outgoing as they wish they'd be and 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 all that good stuff yeah and i think that like when you go on a first day it's quite a big thing to a degree you're meeting someone new that you've had an attraction to that you've had a good conversation with and that you might have had some form of chemistry with them over text yes. or video call or, or anything like that and you're meeting up and it's it's a nervy time to be to mm-hmm. be in that position 
when you're thinking, shit, I need to, I want to make a good impression. I need to, to look good. I want to look well and all that sort of thing. So then when you go meet up, you might take 10, 15 minutes to kind of warm to, to that up. person and yeah. just to get used to, to kind of actually being around them. And then within those first 15 minutes, I think a lot of people make that snap judgment and are, are kind of then yeah. like, no, this isn't for me. Yeah, and instead could, of just going with and just hoping yeah. that you know, things might pick up. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, a long time ago, like, probably when I started, when I first started dating <laughs> at, like, 17. Steady. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a bit, you put a bit more effort into things. You know, you, if, like, I remember my first girlfriend I met up, uptown um, in a club. And, um, you what, sorry? On a Friday night, uptown? No, I actually think it was um, a Saturday because it was, no. <laughs> you could be right, actually, no, a Friday because it was a bank holiday. But um, <laughs> So I'd met her on the Friday night. Yeah. Um, we'd swap numbers and, and all that. And we because mobile phones weren't overly great back then, it were a bit yeah. like you'd be able to text, but you weren't. It was kind of snake on the block, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it, exactly. <laughs> and then we, we kind of agreed to meet up the following night or the following week, and that'd be it, really. You wouldn't then kind of be messaging them on Facebook. You wouldn't kind of be wanting to, yes. to yeah. FaceTime or because you couldn't. There, there was nothing like that. Cameras weren't on phones, and it just, it just didn't happen. So you'd make that arrangement, and you'd hope that that person would stick to it. Yeah. And you'd have that chance to kind of make another impression on someone. Whereas now, you, you go out on, on the date and it, it's, you've kind of then got to become sort of highlight real you. Yes. And you've yeah. kind of then got to throw everything out there that you've got, that you can do, that you're willing to do and all that sort of thing. So it's a bit like, look at me, this is what I can bring to the table. This is what I can... Yeah do for you this is what what i'm about you know this is the sort of places i like to come to and all that sort of stuff yeah. and if, if any of that is is off slightly then i think a person can just suddenly change their mind and be a bit like well this isn't happening yeah yeah um, so do you think that dating probably when we were a bit younger was totally a hundred percent more easier than it is now in terms of just opening an app swipe swipe date date not necessarily easier but i think people i think people were willing to to try and to stick out a bit more and to to see you more than once and i get you know and i've said before i get that if there isn't a spark and like you were saying earlier if that spark isn't there that attraction isn't there and all that sort of thing in there then don't waste your time. 100%, yes. I get that. Don't, don't waste time meeting someone just for the sake of it for a second time. But if you think there's something there, then... But you're quite sure. Just give them another try. Give it, yeah, exactly. And I, but I think people are too quick these days to sort of think, well, I've got, I've, I've got this date with Paddy on Friday. But Steady then pan. next week there's a date with Tom I've got Joey messaging me 
I've got Mark mm. messaging me, I've got Steve messaging me, and it's a bit like then, well, looking, Paddy's fucked up on Friday because he's brought me to a eight shit all. Yeah, exactly. And it's a bit like, oh, fucking hell, great. Whereas probably like 16, 17, when I first started dating, that just you wouldn't could get to happen. the youth club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pop and Chris night. <laughs> <laughs> but the the options weren't there for people then to to have so many potential opportunities on the go. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now you can open, you know, like within within an hour, I can open Bumble, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, Hinge. So you've got four apps there that you could yeah. go on. And if you really cane them for for maybe an hour, two hours. You'd have you'd have a good handful of matches. You'd have a good handful of conversations. There's every possibility that I could sit through however long we're going to record. And if there's a match and there's a, a there's a chat that flows back and forward straight away, mm. there is every chance that by the end of like actually recording and, and finishing this, I could have a date for tomorrow. Well, concentrate on this. You can do that after. Yeah. No, exactly. But whereas, like. <laughs> At yeah, 16, okay. 17, I'd be up at the local nightclub getting absolutely sozzled and you might see one girl that you like yeah. and you think, oh, I'll make a move on her. So yeah. you make a move on her and she says, yeah, lovely, great. I'll dance with you for the night and we'll have a kiss and, and whatnot. And you have that, but then you might see another girl that you like, but you couldn't then just kind of say to the girl, the, the girl number one who you're with, just wait there. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yeah, you get slapped. Pop- yeah, room. exactly. Whereas, <laughs> like now, it's kind of it kind of becomes a bit accepted that you know people are going to be speaking to other people, and for me, yeah, that's absolutely fine. If I, mm-hmm. I would have when I originally started back on the apps, I was a bit kind of no, I'm not really keen on this idea that. So you don't mind multiple dating and multiple talking and and not literally putting all your eggs in one basket, so to I, speak, straight yeah, away? I don't mind that at all. Yeah. I think originally when I started, I did. I got talking to um, a lass who lived relatively close and we spoke quite a bit. And yes. I was like, oh, well, I can't speak to anyone else. That's it yeah. now. Um and then kind of about a week or so later, that was it. She'd kind of, we'd just kind of stopped talking. And I was a bit like, well. Back to square one. Almost. Yeah. And there's no one there. And, and you, you kind of quickly learn that if you've got a few matches and you only start speaking to one person, that once that one person drops off and stops talking to you or you stop talking to them because you don't kind of feel like you'd get on like you'd hoped you would have done even though you might have two, three, four, five people waiting for you, yeah, still at square one because there's no guarantee that even dropping those other people that you've matched with a message that they're going to reply or respond yes. to you. They might not be on the app anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of the longer that I'd been on there, it kind of became a bit more acceptable to sort of think, I am going to have to speak to more and more people and yes. I am going to have to accept that other people will speak to more and more people as well. I'm yes. not just going to be 
the only person that this yeah. woman's talking to. And and you quickly have to accept that because otherwise I think you kind of let yourself get beat up you over probably, it. You probably end up overthinking it, surely, to a yeah. point. Yeah. And kind of how people's mental health is affected by it in some ways because, you know, some people might not like the fact that, you know, they're speaking to man A, but man A is speaking to another five women they might feel a bit inadequate or they might feel like yeah. they're competing so i can see from that side of things how people might not like it as well but yeah no definitely and i i agree with that as well because even from like from a bloke's perspective you kind of sit and you talk to someone and especially at the very start when you're just kind of getting used to it you're thinking right so how many other people is this person talking to is this person yeah. only talking to me? Have they not replied because they're talking to someone else? Are they out on a date? And yes. So yeah. you kind of get you, and it's not something that you can just suddenly get used to and just go, "That's it. It's fine. I'm going to accept that. That's what it's going to have to be like." Yeah. You have kind of got to be. I think thick-skinned, maybe, to yeah. be aware that um, you know, kind of what you might be doing. Someone else is obviously probably doing the same too um and you know i think as well like you've got to have faith in yourself as a person that you're actually everything that you kind of need and don't literally base people's judgments on these apps in terms of like disposability or ghosting or whatever else happens that that's a reflection on you as a person because actually it really isn't it's that, yeah, and yeah. That's a sad thing that people take it to heart and take it personally. And I kind of understand why, but I think that's a shame really. Yeah, no, and I'd, I'd agree with that. And I think the only thing that I'd say with that is that if you're taking it to heart when it's, you've never even spoke to that person, yes. take yourself off the apps for a bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, kind of just take care Reason. of yourself, look after yourself, and just get yourself into a bit of a decent place because it's worth. It's fickle. <laughs> yeah, fickle market. It, it really is because then it becomes a lot worse when you kind of spend weeks talking to someone, and all of a sudden they just ghost you, and you don't yeah. know why. You don't know what you've done. You don't know what the issue is and, you know, you reach out to them to just try and start talking again and you don't get anything. And that's, that's the time when, you know, you think if, you've, if you're taking it to heart when someone hasn't replied it's to maybe simple. message one, two yeah. or three, when not replying to message maybe 60, 70, 80, mm-hmm. how, how are you going to be? And, and that's really when, like, I had a... I had a full-blown kind of two-week thing with with a with a woman that i'd met yeah. on bumble never met up but we'd text every day yeah. we'd talk oh, wow. for hours could talk on the phone and we'd arrange to meet up but then sort of childcare and she yes. she was poorly and stuff like that so we, we'd never actually meet up and then just out of out of nowhere for no reason she just kind of stopped texting um and it was a bit like what the fuck where's where's this come from what's what's the situation 
Did you take it personally? Because obviously you didn't hear anything about, you know, kind or was expecting anything like this maybe to happen? Did you take it personally? I I wasn't expecting it to happen um, just from the way that we'd kind of got on. But I'd kind of got to that point within kind of speaking to people from the apps that I didn't take it personally either. Um, I'd kind of had, you know, I'd spoke to my mate about it and told him kind of the whole, the whole situation and the whole carry on and what was going on. And he was like, what the fuck? Why? And I I just said to him, I said, honestly, I said, I've no fucking idea. I don't know why. He's like, but that's mad. And I said, I know it is. I said, but that's, that's what the apps are like. That's what talking to people off the apps are like. It can just, you know, you can be talking to someone constantly and the next thing they're gone. He's like, but is that not an head fuck? I know it it is, but then again, because like you said earlier, it's a fickle market. You've kind of got to, you can't kind of let that get to you. Yeah. Um, And I guess subconsciously at the back of your mind, you've always got that expectation that at any moment that that could happen. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. But then this is my big thing because I banged on before about it to you communication is like the most amazing thing so i just think if people can communicate a little bit more it would make life 20 times easier yeah but i i get and understand that not everybody is the best at communicating or you know they don't want to upset someone or they don't you know they just can't because they're not big talkers but i do think that if we just kind of opened our mouths a little bit um it might make life a little bit easier, especially for the person on the receiving end that you yeah. kind of don't want to with or that you particularly would prefer to ghost. But I think it just shows a bit a, a bit of bollocks, really, to say, no, I'm not feeling it, instead of just kind of running away. We're all different, aren't we? No, I, I, but I, I, I agree completely. Like, for me, communication is something that is so important and it's it's probably something again that will get picked up on later on in, in one of the other topics that we're going to talk about but for me i think if you're not willing to to talk to someone and say to someone look i'm sorry this just didn't for me or you know it, it were good while we had this chat and it, it's good for a bit of a text but i'm not really interested in meeting up with you i'd rather someone say that than just totally disappear Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think being honest and being open with people is is massive. I think because for me, if 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 the last who I'd been speaking to had said to me, "Look, I just I don't want to meet up with you. You know, you we've had fun talking on the phone. We've had nice conversations. It's been it's been lovely, but I just don't think you're the the right kind of guy for me." And I said, fine, yes. that's no yeah. problem whatsoever. Yeah, but yeah. There was none of that. It was just kind of, there was just no reply to a message one day. And then a couple of days later, I thought, right, I'll send a text. Um, sent another text and there was just no reply to that. And it's like, right, well, that's it then. That's kind of, that's that dead in the water. But where's the harm in you now turning around and just texting me back going, really sorry, um, this just isn't for me yeah yeah so on a different angle what do you what's your thoughts and what do you think about kind of dating on media 
um, because some people say Twitter and Instagram and I'm guessing Facebook or whatever isn't for dating. Um, it should be like for media. Do you believe that? Or do you think that, hey, it's fine if you want to date via Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever? Well, I initially met Agnes on Twitter. Yes. I kind of wish we'd have picked a better name than Agnes. Um, (laughs) Saying it now just makes me feel a bit fucking weird. Um, (laughs) But... um, so for me, and, and this was never a side of Twitter that I'd ever even contemplated. And I met her on my own personal page. Um, okay. Like I said, back in December. And it was the first time that I'd ever had a proper conversation in DMs. Um, okay. I didn't know that this kind of thing went on. I didn't know this kind of thing existed. Um, I were all quite naive to the... the I was going to say, were you naive? <laughs> um, everything that I used to do was posted on, on, the time, on my timeline. Yes. Um, so then when this account got set up for, for the podcasts and the vlogs and just general kind of dating chat and, and things like that, it, it didn't surprise me that there's a side of that that happens. And for me, I think I come across better on things like Twitter than on stuff like Tinder and Bumble. Do you know what, though? I think on Twitter, um, you get possibly a feel of the person. Yeah. Unless, obviously, they play to a bigger character and they're, you know, I hate to say, a bit of a catfish or whatever. Like, if you just take that bit of sides and just base it purely on, like, someone behind the tweets, I think you can get a reasonable judge of who someone is so i can see why i mean obviously i'm one to talk but you can see why attractions and things happen on twitter and other media based stuff yeah because i think because you get a bit of personality don't you and and i and i quite like a twitter love story come on i root for them yeah. all <laughs> and they're always nice aren't they they are because i don't think anyone ever joins up to twitter in the hope of of finding oh, a relationship. No. So I think it becomes a lot more wholesome when it does happen because people aren't there looking for it. It's, it doesn't have... It kind of happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Whereas like the apps you're swiping and, and one minute you can be speaking to the best looking person you think's ever existed to them not mm-hmm. talking to you the next day, that doesn't tend to happen on Twitter because... If, if you like someone, you've already engaged with them quite a bit on, t- on yes. the timeline. So you know what that person's like. You know what makes that person laugh, what makes that person tick. And ultimately, those people might only see three, four photos, especially yeah. from a Twitter perspective, because other than kind of like in the corner of Twitter that we're in where you've got... Um, the sort of dress up, not down, and we had the the yeah. lockdown Thursday thing. Um, <laughs> Everyone got to see my boobies on that one. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you, you, but then, other than those kind of days, you never really see any photos of people. It's very rare that. No, because I don't post that many actually. Um, like apart from obviously, you know, like you're saying the dunge days and the first days and stuff. I'm yeah. not. I might post some bits, but I don't go out of my way to be like particularly out there i don't think no uh, 
and I don't think there's many from from kind of the people that I interact with quite regularly on Twitter that that do either. And I think yeah. that's what makes Twitter a bit nicer than um, things like Facebook and Instagram because I think Facebook and Instagram give you a bit of a an insight to someone's life, but not who they are as a person. Yeah. Whereas Twitter, you kind of get into conversations and, and, and debates or, or varying opinions with people. And, and you kind of get to show more of who you are instead of this Mine's kind of... percent smart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. then, like, you, you wouldn't then necessarily get to see that on Facebook, would you? Because Facebook would be a place where you'd go to post... Well, you might post the odd update, I imagine a lot of the time, and I haven't touched Facebook properly for for months. No, no. I think Twitter and Instagram's my um thing. But even yeah. on Instagram, like you don't, I don't post anything too out there. I mean, I do to a degree, but in terms of smut, I mean. Yeah. But at the same, but I don't really because I kind of think Instagram's like family kind of you know like low-key there would be a little bit this is when everyone's following me going no no she does post a bit smart (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's talking bollocks Um, definitely does (laughs) yeah she's talking bollocks (laughs) yes yeah exactly and then a little bit of it spills over onto twitter so yeah yeah, everyone's like shit what's her not everyone but you know people are going to be like oh what's her instagram we're going to go and see and i'm like no um but yeah so yeah, I think I'll try and pretend not to be quite so wholesome. But I think on Twitter, you get more of my smut anyway than yeah. on Yeah, but then Instagram. I think, like, with with Twitter, because you, it is mainly a, a sort of media to, to post thoughts and to have conversations with people, that's kind of where you, you, you do shine through more, isn't it? And that's kind of yes. how you, you, you get your personality across. So... Whereas like, and I suppose to a degree, if you're going to try date from an Instagram perspective, that could be another one that falls into kind of like... The disposable side, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because ultimately what you're judging that person on is just the photos. Yeah. You're not then kind of getting a feel for what that person's like, and it could well be then that kind of five messages in, you think, I'm not interested in that one, I'll go back to messaging Sally or Mark or whoever. Um, yes, and it's a bit kind of like, oh, they've disappeared. So I'd, I'd kind of, I've, I've never had any kind of uh, DM slides on Instagram um, for anything like that. I've never had any messages from Facebook for anything like that. But the majority of the time that I've used Facebook, I've been in relationships. So yeah. the, there's probably that there. Um, but yeah, like for me, Twitter's, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think, like, no, like I we kind of said, you, you get a judge of someone's personality, you get to f- get to know what they're kind of like, and you get to feel someone out before actually even thinking of taking it any further. Um, yeah, whereas everyone on the app, you're all looking to date, aren't you? Whereas, yeah. you know, this can just fall and happen naturally, can't yeah. they? Or, you know, you could just, you, you start off talking to someone as as friends and then kind of, maybe six weeks down the line you're you're dating or you're you're meeting up to with the intention of dating and and 
things progress from there and and it mm-hmm. just kind of happens more naturally whereas with the apps yeah you kind of you, you're there to either find a date for a relationship or find a date for for a bang um <laughs> I was going to say a bit of sex, but bang, sounds yeah. better to be <laughs> Actually, someone said on uh, Twitter the other day, who actually uses the word bang anymore? And I was like, well, me. I quite like bang. Oh, shit. Um, someone was like shagging, what a word. And I was like, well, it, yeah. it sums up my tweet perfectly, so I'm sticking with shagging. Yeah. But then, like, they are what those apps are for. And, well, it's not what they're for, but that's what people seem to think that they're for and they'll go yes. on there and and they'll use them for that whereas twitter you might get the odd person that goes on there to to actually find romance stuff. yeah um or even just people to sleep with but mm-hmm. ultimately at the end of the day that's not the intention of it and you're not judging someone based solely on looks uh, yes you you know someone or you'd like to think you know someone relatively well before you message them. I know you get the odd kind of Twitter shagger <laughs> and Twitter creeps that will. Just go I was like, should I mention yeah. the Twitter shagger or not? I'm like, no, I'll, I'll stay clear of it. I'll stay clear of it. And there you yeah. are, had Twitter shagger. <laughs> um, so you do get them, but then I even think even they're not kind of doing it because people are disposable. I think no. they're kind of doing it to make themselves feel better in a way. Better. They want the yeah. attention, they like the attention that they're going to get. It's that validation, isn't it, I guess? Yeah. yeah, so it kind of takes a different turn in that sense, I think, on there. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say the apps make dating feel like you could be used as yesterday's fucking newspaper in chip shop. <laughs> can, well i don't think they can do that anymore can they <laughs> no they can unfortunately some issue i know god i love that yeah <laughs> but yeah literally like i just think that that's the way that the apps have gone and and that's how the apps have made dating that it is a case that you are yesterday's news within yeah, yeah. one wrong message yeah, yeah yeah completely it's a shame really but hey that's the modern world of dating i'm guessing it is, unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> because it works in both ways, doesn't it? You can go on an absolute okay. shit date and it's awful and yes. quite happy you that when you... climb out the window and hope yeah. to get out. <laughs> and you can Have be you... quite happy that when you get back to your car or you get back home that you can log straight back on to, to any of the apps and start talking to any of the other people that you've been speaking to. So you think, yes. well, thank fuck for that. I haven't got to start all over again. Or I haven't got to wait until next weekend before I'm out to, to be able to try and pick up another girl for a different date or whatever. Yes, um, yeah. So there, is, there, is, there are pros and cons to it, obviously. Well. Yeah. yeah. But I think that that's what you were, were saying. There's perks and, to meeting people out in general day-to-day life. Um, yeah. You know, and there's cons as well, isn't there? So, like you're saying, if you imagine having to go like the following weekend to meet someone, or you didn't go out that weekend, so then it's like a fortnight before you yeah. can even try and have a flirt and, yeah. you know, try and date someone. So, you know, I can see why there's an appeal to just opening the app and swiping. But then, like I said, there's also a downside, isn't there? Yeah. Which 
seems sad, really. It but does. Hey, such is life. Exactly. Yeah. And all that good stuff. It. <laughs> and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So while we're talking about disposable things, let's dispose of that topic. Oh yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the joke's gonna... on you tonight then, yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm now going to hand over to you for you to give us a bit of a lowdown on what you described as a celebrity date. Oh, when you asked about your... Um, you, you tweeted about it, didn't you? about this yeah. so and I just, just oh yeah yeah an overview just in case people listen to this that don't follow me on twitter which I'd be quite surprised about um, I know so far. Yeah. how awful of them how could they not <laughs> um there was a question put all hypothetical in case there's any more bobs listening um yeah. hypothetical but the question was of along the lines of if your ultimate celebrity crush came over to you one night in a bar and said, you, me, a wild night of sex, no one will ever find out, would you take that opportunity if you had a fiancé at home who you were getting married to the next morning, you lived in a <laughs> dream house and you'd been with her for five years and your response was... I, well, can I just state that I wasn't moving into my dream house. I didn't have a partner and, <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. But I was very much single. But um, yeah, my reply was something like, um, been there, it was like, been there, done that. Uh, just a, another penis, isn't it? With a, like, a persona attached or I can't remember the exact tweet. So basically a few years ago, I can't remember exactly. I want to say 2000 and, oh, I don't know. It's about six, seven years ago anyway. Um, so yeah, this involves Twitter as well and a um, DM slide uh, with a good old celeb. So yes, it was all a bit like, uh, it was all a bit weird really and a bit surreal. It was summer and I was invited out by a celebrity. Uh, I've obviously told you who it is, so nobody be pestering pads to try and find out here it is um yeah and it's all a bit surreal I got to go to London and when I was on the train I just remember texting my mum to say you know I'm all right I'm just going to go and see blah 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 um and yeah we had dinner it was nice actually and in some ways I felt like I was kind of interviewing him because I found out little bits and pieces about you know like 90s pop stars and that kind of stuff um which was quite interesting. And then we had some limoncellos. He dared me to kiss him, which was a bit weird because there was people on tables near us that obviously recognised him. And then we got a taxi. I'm like, how much detail do you want? <laughs> so he got a taxi back to his and then obviously did the deed because, you know, morals and everything went out the window. So, you know, banged a couple of times. And then it was about 12, half past 12. He got a driver to drive me home because I didn't want to get the tube uh, and the train. So yeah, it's all a bit weird, really. And then, like I was saying to you when I was giving you like the lowdown about it, a few years later, I got to see him on um, through the keyhole. And I just remember going, he's had an extension. That wasn't there. Oh, he's moved that picture. New sofas. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and, it, and it was weird but actually it's one of those opportunities that I took because 
I didn't think that they came around very often. And obviously I was attracted to him and, you know, he had a persona, I guess, which is quite attractive too. But I will add, like I was saying to you when we were talking about it before, I was pursued on and off for about a year. Um, and I never took it because I was never in the right place to take it. Um, but then I just thought, sod it. And when, and actually I'm quite glad that I did go. Um, and I sent you who it was, didn't I? Yeah. Um, so you could see that I wasn't talking bollocks because obviously they're still on my list. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And actually like, it's really weird who I like, you know, when you're looking back and we were talking about it and the person that they've slept with, have slept with some big people. So I'm kind of like, yeah. So I'm like, effectively, I'm like, Oh, I've been banged by someone that's banged them. Who's then banged them. Who's banged them. Which sounds a bit seedy and a bit sleazy, but if it's like Richard Gere, I don't really care. No, <laughs> exactly, and it's a bit like, in in some sense, you've touched cocked with someone who's touched technically Richard Gere's cock. In a weird way. <laughs> this, this is getting a bit weird now, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and I obviously don't mean that the person that you were dating yes. has physically it has touched, touched a, yeah, yeah. his cock, but ultimately kind of yeah we're interlinked we're interlinked yeah it's it's quite and i know it 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 doesn't work like that before people go what the fuck is he on about does he know works?" and like a bit of a cock doesn't fall off into whoever the The vagina of someone else (laughs) i know know that i'm not daft um but yeah it's, it's just kind of one of those that you think christ so she's banged him and then he's banged her and then he's banged you and it's kind of like fucking hell and yeah when you told me and like you're looking through the people it's a bit like wow like there's there's there There were there were some some big names with the person connected to who he was connected to yeah um So was it only um, one date then? Was it just the one date and that was it? Or it, Yeah, it was the one date. Um, I think we were going to hang out again after, but then I think he started dating someone else. Again, this is the disposable side of Twitter and dating and stuff. Um, but I get it. And actually at the end of the day, I was quite happy. Um, and like my joke is, and like I was saying to you, so I told my mum, because I'm soppy like that, just to say, I'm okay, I'm, I'm going to meet blah, blah, blah. And then I sent my friend a message to say, oh, met such and such, banged twice. And she just went, Rebecca, <laughs> like <laughs> loads of exclamation marks. And I was like, yeah, I know, but, you know. And actually, I kind of think the majority of people, if, if they were single, even if they wasn't single, you know, with your question, I think the majority of people, if they had the opportunity to go on a date or sleep with someone that they're attracted to that's in the public eye to some degree, and I know this makes me sound really shallow, but I'm guessing, you know, like, if you know me well enough, you know that I'm not, um, you would take it, you would totally take it. And actually, to this day, I can count maybe on one hand how many people I've told, and my joke is... I will always save it so I could, if, you know, if I ever get that skin, it's uh, tongue in cheek, I'd never do it. I'd sell my story to some like glossy mag and just be like semi-naked 
like in the middle you know like all these kiss and tell stupid stories that or they all go stupid bitch <laughs> yeah, yeah i bet she never did <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and um and that was like just my joke but i'd, I'd never do it i kind of have a bit more pride but if people want to do that side of things then you know it's down yeah to and i think from from like a celeb perspective i think the danger's there isn't it that you you date enough people that that's going to happen yes there's going to yeah. be some point where that comes out mm-hmm. and i think it's a it's a fine line and ultimately i mean you say that you expect- i did try for callum best once pads but it just didn't yeah. work mortified <laughs> no, he's a good looking lad he's Callum as well isn't he he is yeah never mind he follows me on Twitter. that's enough yes. yeah give us a follow Callum come on <laughs> yeah tag him in the funny retweet that's been put out yes what the middle bit when I'm like I tried for Callum yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't go anywhere no um, but hey you tried yeah exactly and that was, yeah, never mind. Never mind. But yeah. um, looking at the, the results of the poll, you, you say that you expect a, a lot of people to say yes, or the majority. <laughs> They're going to say no. no they said no. The majority said no. Did they? So from, there was 479 votes in the end. Oh, um, I'm shocked. Not, not annoyed by Bob telling me that I was talking utter bollocks, but fucking oh, wow. 479 people. Um, <laughs> and one Bob. And one yeah, Bob. Exactly. <laughs> so from a male perspective, we had 19% of men say yes, 28% of men say no. That's out of the 479 votes in total. But is this based because you said in a relationship? If you said if you I were single? I think so. I, I, I would think if, if single, then no one's turned down. Yes, yeah. I mean, if unless we're not talking, it's a celebrity you've got a crush on. Yeah, yeah. One that you haven't. What are you trying to say? Pads to sleep with anyone? <laughs> no, no. I, obviously, there was there was there must have been some form of attraction. Yeah, to his yeah, yeah. I nearly said his name. Then. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> um, but I think ultimately, unless unless there isn't any kind of attraction there, you you wouldn't. Yeah. It's like oh, in it just because they're a celebrity doesn't instantly mean that you're going to get to bed with them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The women, just to finish the results off, eight oh, yeah, go for said yes, um, but the biggest chunk of, of answer was no at thirty five percent. Goodness, I'm shocked. Yeah. But then I, I think, like you say, I suppose ultimately you've you've put people in a I've put people into a bit of a false conundrum of you're in a relationship, you're about to get married in the morning, would you do it? Whereas in, in your scenario where you're single and you've got mm-hmm. an attraction to that celeb, Jesus Christ, of course you're going to, you know, you, who wouldn't? Yeah, and yeah. Like, ultimately, like, if Miley Cyrus or Emily Atak came up to me and were like, <laughs> single, come on, you'd be like, all right, yeah, come on. You're ripping your trousers off before they've even got anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Even if they were just like, no, I just meant let's go walk out of this bar (laughs) together. I just need someone to be seen where I'd be like, fucking hell, yeah. Um, I'll just put your trousers back on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) just again. (laughs) Before I get thrown out. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, like I, I think anyone who would say that they wouldn't go there, either totally against one night stands, yeah, or maybe just don't have a draw to any kind of celebrity potentially. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I would presume that as a single person, your yeah. celebrity crush comes up to you, or any celebrity that you find attractive. Yeah. Yeah, you're not turning that down, are you? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So I mean, that... I might be wrong. I mean, you might need to do another poll, pads, and <laughs> and just change it to if you were single. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe but... so. I jam up people's timeline with more utter bollocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we like bollocks, we? Come on. We do. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so on the note of celebrities, and I'm not going to ask you to name who it was because we've had that discussion and that's a big no-no. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully, um, I imagine... They're not fuck's sake <laughs> if, if, i don't think they'd listen to this but can you no, imagine oh right yeah no definitely no definitely why would they listen to this shite <laughs> <laughs> you, you know in friends they had the the laminate the the list of five that you were allowed to to sleep with if okay. you were in a relationship is yeah. there have you got a list of five? Oh, this is when i'm going to sound incredibly boring i don't know if i would would you not but- no, I don't know. Oh, I'm probably talking bollocks, but um, mine would probably be good old Louie. I like an intelligent guy with stubbles, stubble and glasses. Good old Louis through. Theroux. Yeah, he's like my weird crush. I quite like him. Uh, oh, you've put me on the spot now, Paddy, of my top five. I'm trying to think of the handsome guys because you know when you done uh, there was that post, wasn't there, of like your guys that your celebrity crushes, and you had to put yeah. like four. Literally, all of mine looked the same. They all had Mike Stubble. So Ryan Reynolds, without you know, yeah, I'm still trying to bang him through the love of his aviation gin. But obviously, I'm not getting anywhere. <laughs> and do you know what? The amount of people that get pissy and tag his wife in it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I That's... haven't done it recently. I haven't done it recently. But like his diehard fans, they must be like, no, we've got to look after Blake. We've step away from mr reynolds yeah they tag his wife in it and i'm like wow I'm that's a bit over the top gin. isn't it <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm only thirsty for his gin um so there was through <laughs> ryan reynolds um i don't know can't think now but they'd be probably the two main ones two. yeah and i'm sure you know louis would be delighted <laughs> to know this fact <laughs> <laughs> You never know. A hey, might listen. I very much doubt it, but you never know. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I just stick with those two. Stick with those two. Spot. Yeah. What about you? If you were uh, in the a two that I just previously you... named, I would say Miley Cyrus, Emily Atak. Yeah, um, I can. I get the attraction to why? Why Miley Cyrus? She's a bit of a rebel. No, I don't really know. Well, I know why. I think to, to me, I think she she's. Like, dirty no i don't even think it's the fact oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> to look at she wouldn't be the kind of woman that i'd normally kind of go for um mm. but there's just something about her that for a few years now she's always kind of just been top of that list um yeah. i think to to 
on a lot of levels. See, one thing that I find attractive is someone that's got a bit of a talent to them. Yes, yeah. Um, so, like, Ellie Goulding is on the mm-hmm. list because she she plays the guitar, she can sing. And I yeah. think, like, from perspective, as well as being a good-looking woman. And I think mm-hmm. that's the same with Miley. Like, I, I think she's she's attractive. And I think because of the fact that she's got the talent of being able to sing um, and perform and that she's kind of quite out there and confident, you know, she's really like the way that she puts herself across comes across as like just a really confident outgoing person. So that's, that's quite an attraction there. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas like probably the, the type of girl that I'd normally go for would more be like Emily. She's um, funny, though, isn't she? I think. Yeah. As well. And like, she's more aesthetically um, appealing, <laughs> I would say, than Miley in, in a weird way. But Miley's always been top. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if, if Emily listens, then I'm very sorry. Yeah, yeah. And there's me in the background giving a. You all like me to have a Tommy Tank, like, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, my say, like, for me, like, if James Dean was kind of alive, I find him attractive, like visually, but also right. the fact that he was a bit of a rebel um, yeah. from like understanding. I quite like that side. Um, but then I like the intelligent sides of Louis, but then I also like the wit of Ryan Reynolds. So if you yeah. could like mix them all together. A bit maybe. of everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. You have to tag Emily in this. I've, or any. I've, she <laughs> ended up with a uh, restraining order, I think. <laughs> Tagged her in a couple of things now. Joking, it's not that bad. It is not that bad. <laughs> oh dear. You have to just like, Emily. Although if she does end up listening, then hit me up. So slide that one turned down. <laughs> I'm sure I'm mean, just laugh just it'd be fine people would be like yeah it's fine. Right. Let's that in. We'll, we'll put every bit out apart from that laugh <laughs> can you imagine right, you just have to tag her in it and hope for the best we have to start like a hashtag like get paddy laid or something or Ooh. um or uh paddy, like... for, paddy for emily idst yes <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> and just get that circling and then just yeah. see <laughs> let me get back to the gym start running again and uh, I might think about it <laughs> <laughs> hey you know she's single and she was saying about lockdown and everything yeah well, I'm guessing she's single but I know that she said about lockdown so you know lockdown horns probably got to everyone haven't they get in there never say never it. can you that's the thing okay. Exactly, and that's uh, a big thing for me. Never say never. Yep. You might be surprised. Exactly. I mean, in my, if you want to take that as uh, anything, there you go. We, we were going to talk about three topics today, um, but we, we've, we've kind of, yeah, <laughs> we, we've had a good um, chat and chinwag um, about a lot of things there. So I think probably what the best thing to do, if it's okay with you, is call this one a day now. And we'll come back to talk about the third topic. Um, and we'll entice them. Let's try and entice them in. Um, which, which actually is... 
topic that I'm quite excited about. <laughs> I'm sort of led to believe, and I don't really know why. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. So we're going to release a bit of a bonus one with this. Um, so if you've listened to this, get straight back onto wherever you download them from, whether it's Acast, Spotify, um, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, anywhere like that. Um, and take well, I mean, yeah, them, yeah, put them about. <laughs> I don't know how many actually allow them to be on because um, Deezer took them down. Okay. I don't know why. Um, I'm presuming I just put it up wrong. Okay. Blame them. Yeah, Someone okay. else to tag in. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, take a look. Take a look. Go on there. Have a look. And the topic is. It's sex. Oh. Well, I think. It's... <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I hope it is. I'm like, I just yeah. dropped a bombshell. Bomb I've been talking about sex, and you're just going, yeah. 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 No, it definitely is. So it's going to be um, obviously a lot more X-rated. So maybe don't put it on the Bluetooth speaker at work if that's kind of how you've been listening to it. Um, but that will be a separate bonus one. So we will say goodbye for now and hopefully join us on the bonus pod to hear all the talk about sex. So for now, it's bye from me. And bye from me.